This special Hip Hop 50 episode of New Rory and Maul is brought to you by eBay. Rory? Yes. Us hip hop fans, we know authentic when we see it, when we hear it. You can't fake us out. Absolutely. And that's why we are partnering with eBay. They know how important it is to be real. Your sneakers, your watches, your jewelry, your handbags are always real with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Nothing gets by those guys. At all. eBay, the details inspected. The fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. eBay authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Happy birthday, hip hop. No worries, ma. So many things on my mind, Rory. <laughs> so many things. Your mind is right. I couldn't wait to turn the mics on. I agree. It's one of those days where you know you just have a lot of shit to say. There, a lot did happen in the past few days. Yeah, and since we had reason on, we did miss a few big topics mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, from the past week. So I'm excited to be back. Let's get straight fucking to it. Okay, Bobby Gate. Oh man, you guys <laughs> called me a hater. Looks like a fall from grace is happening now. Is that what we called you? We called you a hater? No, we called him a hater for sure. Yeah, you guys definitely said I was hating. Because I I actually agreed with Maul and gave him his flowers when I said, I was like, all right, this isn't going to last very long. Like the Drake shit was incredible. Then I saw the Yachty one. I was like, I see what Maul's saying. The dry humor shit is about to end. Um, But she did a podcast with Dave Portnoy, who just recently bought Barstool um and it's been in the press nonstop. so this was already going to be a big interview dave dave know how to stay in the headlines don't he oh he definitely <laughs> and then he just goes and tastes pizza in in the hamptons and that's <laughs> like a good life and then berates berates his employees yeah yeah yeah, yeah. gotta love it oh uh, shout out to dave but bobby was definitely her real self she wasn't in character for this one which she got a lot of flack for which is- I'm, I'm not on that side though what why she was supposed to if she's being interviewed it's not her platform She's supposed to be the same character because obviously it's a character. Mm-hmm. What's but wrong? is it though? See, the reason why I don't think it's a character now at this point is because uh, Dave he he released the DMs. Well, Bobby did. Mm. She released the DMs after Dave, you know, kind of alluded to the DMs that he had with her. She posted a screenshot of the DM and uh, her caption says, "I did not want to do this podcast in the first place." That's very telling because if she's saying she didn't want to do the, po- the podcast in the first place, that means she's not acting. She really does not want to be there doing a podcast interview with nobody. Well, I think she was referring to doing Dave's podcast. I don't think she was talking about they podcasting. They did a podcast, though. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, that was from an interview. That was, yeah, it was, a, yeah. It was, what was technically a podcast. Like, so Dave and her did an interview. Yeah. Where she was acting like her yeah. regular self, like wasn't talking the same. Yeah. Wasn't in the dry humor shit. Was out of character, just... Talking about her journey since the Drake shit. Oh yeah, she doesn't oh. mean like she doesn't mean her own podcast. Oh okay, yeah. she was saying she didn't want to fuck with Dave. Yeah, no. she, yeah, she. Dave released a Dave released a fake. Dave released a part of the DMs where he responded and said, "My girlfriend says you hooked up with Drake and got divorced." A I am DM saying that is not. True. I don't know if he re- he released when she says, "I am not coming to on this publicly," but left. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know he released the DM. I thought that he they posted a clip from a. Uh, uh, interview or uh, uh, episode that he was doing where he said what he oh, what he asked him to do. I've been following this closely. I'll give you the breakdown of the timeline. All right, cool. Bobby goes to the Drake show. Yes. Does a TikTok where she looks unamused the same way she stole your style looking unamused at a Drake show. I think that is definitely his style. Go on. Um, then from there, Bobby and Drake unfollow each other. Ooh. Then, drama. which was, I think, you know, funny. 
because he did that with Ice Spice. That's like a thing. Yeah, whatever. But once the video of their interview was deleted off YouTube, I was like, all right, there has to be actual Ooh. real beef. Deleting a Drake interview off your YouTube is fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Like something really must be wrong. That's like is it delete, a troll? That's like <clears throat> deleting a Drake verse off your album. <laughs> that's insane. True. Yeah. Um, shout out to Trippy Rip. She does an interview with Dave, but then Dave does another podcast where he alludes to him yes. speaking with Bobby that she fucked Drake. He didn't lie, but he did kind of manipulate what their DM conversation was. So once that clip went well, out. Well, he just blurred his, his lips. He didn't, he just, it's, it's kind of like you got to listen to the yeah. episode to hear what I'm saying. So then Bobby posts the DMs like, no, dude, I told you that I didn't sleep with Drake. You left that part out. You made it, you made it sound like. I didn't answer the question when I clearly did answer the question, which I respect Bobby for doing. Like, even if Dave didn't say it, he alluded to it when that was already a rumor. Like, don't do that. Your platform is fucking huge. Did he allude to it, though? Yes, he did. Yes, he definitely yes, 100%. 100%. I thought he, I thought he was saying that, yo, he asked her, and after that, like, it kind of blurred. Yeah, the- which is crazy when she straight up said, uh, that's the rumor right now. I'm not commenting publicly, but off the record, you're right. That's inc- like, I didn't fuck Drake, mm-hmm. and I'm not getting divorced. So I can see why she would be upset about that. But it didn't really help. Everyone still thinks she fucked Drake. <laughs> Which is fucked up. It is kind of crazy. It is fucked That's up. fucked up when you think about it. Like, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, obviously, she's a, a grown woman and she's married. Mm-hmm. But to put this out here that she may have uh, slept with Drake, you have to see how that would affect her real life, her real marriage. Um, I mean, in, in the theory that everything is... Within a rollout, mm-hmm. do you think they would delete a Drake interview for a troll and to give this girl another moment? Oh, um, Drake's great. Yeah, I'll just unfollow you, and then we can start that rumor. I think Drake, who's on tour right now, needs some extra entertainment. I'm sure Drake finds this hilarious in his hotel room after shows. Yeah, artists do a lot of weird shit when they're on tour because they're bored. I want to know, what- and I think this could be a troll in some degree. Because that, for no matter what, that video you can find on the internet, even though they deleted it off mm-hmm. her account, which is crazy, it'll still exist forever. But my thing is, this made a whole new moment, right? We have to, we have to, we have to get to the why is the episode deleted? Because that's that's that I think that's gonna tell everything. Now we speculated, we said maybe uh, there was an agreement before they, you know, shot that 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 interview was only gonna live for a month or two, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Which would be weird. Which was which would be weird, but maybe that's what it was. Like, yo, it can live on your your YouTube channel for a month. You know, Drake is one of the biggest artists in the world. I could see a point where he would make that type of request. Yeah, like you can leave it on your YouTube for a month, and then that's it. Take it down. Well, what's the difference? People download shit all the time. Well, yeah, but I'm again. I you know, I'm think I'm just trying this, to think. I don't think that new this, legend that I don't think that this comes down because you know. uh her and Drake had an argument and he came on to her. Or he made a pass at her. There's a bunch of shit that people are saying. And I'm just like, no, I don't think that's why the interview came. It's funny to say, though, unfortunately. I mean, it's funny. It's funny to say, but it's, it's fucked up when it's woman super is fucked. married. And now it seems to be affecting her real life. Even like, if she wasn't married, it would be still fucked up. Even if she, even sure, if yeah. she was single. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, no. a body on someone. Yeah, no, it's Especially fucked up. Especially because it's already painted that any woman in the entertainment industry or anywhere in that space the moment they come into contact with celebrities they fuck them it's mad misogynistic well and they've been close to that. Drake but even with Drake too like don't put a body on him it doesn't affect him the same way it's gonna affect Bobby right with absolutely rumor, but still don't put that on that man 
But it's it is interesting because again, it was, even though I did last episode, it was yeah. <laughs> you I, literally started the entire rumor. I did not. Oh my god, that was already did. the biggest. I did not start that. It's clearly a rumor. I'm not thinking you, you had. I took it to another there. level and said maybe you had a hand in meet out in the green room. Yeah, wow. Usually wow. your platform response. That That's fuck. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, no. I apologize but, for saying that. Um, but in the middle of all that, she was also getting backlash for not having the same character when she was talking with Dave. Plus, she explained that the Yachty experience was really awkward and weird, and he wasn't very hospitable. Um, did she he, did his podcast. Yeah. Went to his yeah. house, said that, like, barely acknowledged that her existence when they walked in. So she was getting a lot of flack with that. And her saying, I'm getting all this negativity now. If you want to go interview rappers and step into the hip-hop space, that means people in the hip-hop space are going to critique you. Mm -hmm. And you can't be upset about that. Right. If you're coming from outside, especially if you're coming from outside the genre or the culture, you can't be mad that people are critiquing you in the culture. Mm -hmm. You came here. Right. So take it. Like, And once you start speaking about somebody from the culture in a negative way that everyone has said nothing but positive fucking things about, mm -hmm. rarely have you ever heard someone not say amazing things about Yachty. Right. As far as like his personality, who he is as a human being. To then go and shit on him after he did you a solid and a favor mm -hmm. is kind of crazy. And then to be like, damn, I'm getting all this negativity. What did you think you would get? You're speaking about somebody of the culture that we love in a negative way without him even being able to defend himself. Like, since what, what is he supposed to like roll out the red carpet for you? Oh. When you come to the crib? Like and then she, and then when she was like, she said she was texting her friend, like, I'm like, I, I don't even want to do this. I didn't even want to do this. I need to leave. This is so awkward. What am I doing here? Says the awkward girl. Do you want, <laughs> right. Do you want, That's why, why do you keep, why everything you keep saying, I didn't even want to do this. I didn't but even want to do but this. But this is why I'm going back to what she posted. I don't think she ever wanted to do a podcast. No, I don't. I think she wanted to do the podcast. Yeah, I she's don't talking I, about the date. She's talking about the bro, date. Bro, I don't think so. Bro. I think she wanted to do a podcast, but I don't think she wanted to do hip hop artists. That's I think the first that interview was Drake, wasn't it? No, yes. Well, no, she did Armani. She did. Um, she did Funny Marco might have been Funny Marco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was her first interview. She immediately all went into the culture. Like, yeah, I was gonna say all hip hop. That's what I'm saying. She I can, don't think she wanted to do any of this. That's a weird. That's a weird thing to not want to do. Because you got to remember, go back. People were saying she's a podcast industry plant. I mean, like she was planted there. I really think she did not want to do any of this podcasting shit. I think she was fine doing a TikTok shit. Rick Glassman was her first time. Okay. Who? But 99% of it has been yeah. in the hip hop space. You got him and Mark Cuban. I don't, I can't agree with Maul. I don't think that she just did it. Yo, I think she's, this. I think she's all. That's random. I, I yeah, I don't, I don't think, think that, she I think ever she wanted to talk like, to anybody. I don't think she's equipped for the critique and negativity she's gotten from it. Yeah. Sure. But I agree with But that comes with, you walked in the gate and got a Drake interview. Just, maybe you should shut up for a second. Uh, you shouldn't complain. Yeah. yeah, you came in as a no. Guy. You can't complain if you really did not want to do any of this <laughs> shit. Which I is mean, my point. Yeah, that's people, such a weird theory. People, Why do you think that? Because from the gate, people are saying she's a plant. From the gate, yeah, but that's gonna happen. She's a white girl doing interviews with black. Yeah, people. Out of nowhere, uh, I got a drink. Exactly. So this is my point. It sounds like somebody is set this whole thing up, mm. and it sounds like she never even wanted to do any of this shit. God, okay, okay. So you're yeah, you're saying someone literally orchestrated her even doing the pod, like. Yeah, like yo, you're we're a socially do a awkward white girl. I know this would crush. Exactly, I can get you the biggest names. 
Okay, now I'm starting to see your This theory. is what I'm saying. I think she never wanted to do any of this podcast. Jamal, hey, she had the choice. She, so obviously she didn't, say. she wanted to do it. Nope. She had a choice. Mm. We all have choices. Not the choice, have choices. No, but I'm just saying, not, not, <laughs> no, because she's a she's a personality. Wait till right? she interviews Lizzo. She's a, per, she's a personality, quote unquote, on TikTok, right? Yes. Yeah. So somebody may have convinced her, like, yo, you should do a, you should do a podcast. There's a lot of money waiting for you. We can line up these big guests for you. She probably was like, okay, cool, whatever, let's do it. But I don't think she, at the core she ever really wanted to do a podcast. She doesn't. She looks like she she doesn't want to do a podcast. No, I think that's just the character. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the yeah. character and the stick. I, I think I it's don't, Is it? Yes. I think it's funny that people are looking at that and they're like, look, she's not the same girl as the interviews. I'm like, yes, of course, she's doing a character. Okay. Yeah, you have that's to watch not... the Dave interview for real because she's herself in that one. Like, Well, I'm, going, I'm going out saying I don't think that Bobby ever wanted to do a podcast okay. at all. Damn. Where does she go from here? Back to and, TikTok. And do we Was ever really get TikTok an explanation? Person? I don't yeah, know. She's a big TikTok person. Oh. Do you think we'll get an explanation for the Drake video being deleted? No. no. That's that's nuts. No. I'm sure there's an I think we'll get a I think we will get an explanation. I don't know if we'll get it anytime soon. In no. 2023, between the media space and who fucking Drake is, a Drake interview being deleted. Maybe I'm maybe I think that's crazier than y'all do. I mean, monetization-wise, I understand why that's crazy. Like, it's I, think Drake had it I think Drake had to delete it once he looked at it a few times and was like, why am I in a bed drinking a It was no, funny, though. No it was good. Way. There's was it? No, there's no way that he didn't go through mountains of approvals of, like, He probably owns like, that footage. Yeah, like... Well, no, I, be, I believe that. <laughs> it's a gay. funny I, yeah. interview. I get it, what's happening. I think it's just... I think this is all bullshit hype, honestly, at the end of the day, no matter what it is. You think this is all part this of is, another... This is all rollout? hype for some... A rollout of some bullshit that we're about to hear again. Yeah, you Some not. other interview. I mean, she just did the Tiger shit. She did the... Uh, yeah, it's not gonna stop. She's on a... She's on a the path. offset shit. Like, you think yeah. she gets another episode with Drake? No, no, but that would be fucking hilarious. I think so. I don't think so. If that happens, then then I that would be wacky. I think fun. they get a new episode. I I, can't I think they it. shoot again. I think they shoot again. I can see them doing a TikTok video, like a quick like. No, like, I think to kill the rumor. So yeah, yeah like, I think they like shoot that, again. And Drake asked her like, "Yo, so you at my show? You wasn't feeling it? Like, I could totally see that going into like the next." Like Drake's not giving her that much. In. There's no way he's yeah. not doing that. If he's if he's if he's secretly invested in this podcast, he is. This is what I'm trying to say. There's somebody behind this podcast. He might be producing this podcast. If we didn't even know that. I'm oh, I, that's I can totally that see that. That's why I yeah. think deleting it could be just a marketing ploy from. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm telling. It you, makes man. it more legendary. Like it, then it got deleted, and maybe she fucked Drake. She <laughs> didn't fuck Drake. Yeah, that part we could leave out. Uh, like, yeah, I, I don't think she fucked Drake. Yeah, I could care yeah. less about that. I don't think that's a did, funny like, theory though. It's like yeah, I mean, like, it was the first thing once it was deleted. Everyone's like, "Oh, well, he beat." Like that's crazy that's, that everyone, oh, which one, yeah, universally was like, "Oh, he must have beat." Yeah, but how do people go to that from a deleted episode? Which one of y'all said that he fucked too many pretty girls and now he's going to the ugly ones? I quote. That's not how we worded. That was Rory. That's that not was how you? I worded oh, it. Shit. That's, that's not Drew. how I worded that's it. Rory because Julian, then Julian was like, six, "Yeah, it's kind of like John Mayer. Like he got tired of having sex with a whole bunch of girls, and he then fucked a guy." And I was like, "John Mayer slept with guys? I didn't know that." Yeah, I'm not gonna let either. you guys put narratives out there that are okay. What did I you say? said mm-hmm. that people like Drake have fucked so many women they're attracted to that they start to find things that they probably wouldn't do because they're bored of all the sex they've had. <laughs> no. Nah. That's exactly what you, what I just I said. Listen, I know I just Drake said it has had He can like try new toys or something. I don't... Think. I know Drake has had his fair share of women, right? Yeah. But I don't think he's ever tired of beautiful yeah. women. No. no, I'm not saying he's Nobody not gonna... Nobody ever gets tired. And of I don't really want to... Like, this is even weird talking about Drake's dick, but... <laughs> with that said, I'm sure he's still going to fuck the bad bitches that he likes, but I think... 
people, when you have that much sex, start to go experiment to shit they probably wouldn't do. Nah. That's I, fucking hell. I think, how the fuck, how the fuck do you think Epstein theory. Island started? That's maybe wrong. anal. Wait, hold maybe Rory. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally crazy. He yeah, what do you think Pizza Gate came out of nowhere? <laughs> it ain't that much. It ain't that much beautiful women in the world. We'd be like, you know what? I'm tired. Uh, I've had enough. I've had enough. I no man go has on. ever said that. Yeah. No also, man tra- has ever I'm not, said he's had I'm enough not beautiful saying women. that he's not going to keep fucking the women he's attracted to. I'm just saying. Sometimes you got to switch it up a bit. Just do shit you wouldn't do because you've done the same thing so many times. Nah. Okay. Okay. I don't think that's a crazy theory. It's not just Drake. I think a lot of entertainers, actors, people that have access to so many women. I think that's a common thing. I've never seen like a like a pothead then go like you know what? Let me just try crack now. Well, they try to they try to paint it like that. That's true. They call weed gateway. Yeah. Tell you something. I smoked a lot of weed. Not one night have I laid down. Not one gateway opened. Yeah. Not one night has my head hit the pillow. I say heroin is tomorrow. Yeah. Wait, never fucking so, so Bernice was weed and then Bobby was there. Yeah, like, yeah. I was still, it's just like, it's like what do you, wow. No, it doesn't happen like that. Like you do shit like that because that's just always what you wanted to do, not because you've had enough of the beautiful women. Though. You guys have your theories, I have mine. Honestly, maybe, that's true. He that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. He got the board for real though. I'm not gonna hold you. Either way, I do think that they'll have another episode. Yeah, I do think that Bobby is definitely not trying to do a podcast. I think she's. She said that. I think that's what she meant. She never went to a podcast yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, oh, but I do, I do think that we do get another Drake sighting, Drake and Bobby on camera sighting. Even if it's like a quick little 20 minutes, I do think we get another uh, episode with them too. Huge doubt. For like, sure. Because at this point, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sitcom now. She's at yeah. the show, like just standing there, like after doing a podcast with him, like completely oblivious to like what he's talking about and songs he's playing for her. Like, well, she like what about her husband and two kids? Like, is she just gonna go on tour with Drake to shoot a sitcom? No, not on. You don't have to go on tour, but you know, you keep going back to, you know, an episode with Drake. <laughs> Why not? Somebody's behind this girl's podcast. I always said it. I always said, who is this girl? Who's her family? Somebody's behind this podcast. I I texted someone. I'm not snitching because he didn't give me any information. Sorry, snitching. But I hit I hit somebody over at WME because that's who represents her. Nice. And when the shit got deleted. And he said he walked in the office and asked the same question, like, all right, what's the what's the real reason? And everyone in, in WME was like, oh, we don't know. You're right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Go ahead. You talk to your client this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't tell me otherwise. <laughs> don't lie to my yeah. face like that. Yeah, don't do that. We're not doing that. <laughs> but hey, he held it down for WME. No, you got, I respect that. I <laughs> respect holding it down. Don't let nothing out of the building. Yeah. Um, you know, continue to do what y'all do over there. But no, I had to be messy. This month, over here at New Royal Mall, we're doing a special series of episodes to celebrate 50 years of hip hop. Maul, we wouldn't even be podcasting if it wasn't for hip hop. I don't know if we would be born without it. We wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for hip hop. So it's extremely important to us to sit and take some time to really celebrate and reflect what hip hop has done for us for the last 50 years. But we couldn't have done that without our friends over at eBay. eBay knows how important it is to be real, Rory. Yeah, authenticity guaranteed protects buyers from fakes and gives them assurance that they're getting the real deal. Yes. You know, there's a lot of fakes out there, Rory. Absolutely. But eBay does a lot with their authenticity guarantee to make sure that we are not getting any fake products. We don't yes. do fake in hip hop. No fugazis. Well, you know, I get paranoid every time I try to buy things on the internet because you never really know what you're going to buy. Thank God, though, anytime I'm looking for sneakers or watches, I can go to eBay and know I'm getting exactly what I'm purchasing on that screen. The real deal, not the Fugazi. Of course. I was nervous about buying sneakers online, but then I know eBay has an authenticity guarantee. Mm-hmm. Went to eBay, got my retro Jordan 1s, good to go. That's important. eBay, the details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. eBay authenticity guaranteed. 
Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Here to celebrate 50 years of hip-hop, we sat down with the legendary Shari Bryant, president of Rock Nation. Enjoy it now. Because a lot of people don't know, you had a major part of the whole Dream Chasers mm -hmm. taking off mm -hmm. uh, with Meek, uh, worked with Ross. Mm -hmm. um, how much of that do you still see, like, and you like, okay, my DNA is still there? Yeah. In, in the With the small Dream Chasers, MMG. Yeah. So what's crazy is that I felt like what we learned at Rockefeller, I just kind of like reapplied to Copy MMG when, yeah. you know, when I got the chance to work with Ross um, and we did, we applied the same thing. It was about the camaraderie. It was about leveraging each artist against each other. It was about, you know, just making sure that one artist didn't feel bigger than the other. And then we just kind of like approach things as a unit mm -hmm. and it worked, right? Mm. It was like the same. I always tell people the blueprint is there. It's just as much as you're going to follow it, right? right? But it takes a lot of dim dimming down the ego and being mm -hmm. like, you know, operating as one. Mm -hmm. So it was in Ross. I always give credit to Ross. He was an amazing leader in a sense of he wanted all of them to win, you mm -hmm. know, because it takes that person to yeah. like really, truly want it and mm -hmm. not appear like you want it mm -hmm. for it to work. And mm -hmm. he was amazing with that. I mean, there was nothing that we couldn't ask of him to leverage his brand to help his, to help MMG. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that was a big part of why, why it worked. And I mean, how much of it do I see today? We, they're all, you know, Wale's in a much different place than he was yeah. when we signed, when, you know, we had originally signed him. We, Meek became mm -hmm. like, you know, a household name. Mm -hmm. um, and I do attribute that to like the foundation that we laid. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So. Um, and even to backtrack a little before that, and in no way do I want to get in any Rockefeller breakup mess, just more personally, your view of being in a system for so long and now that system is done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How did you feel personally outside of any breakup mess? Like you personally sitting there like, <laughs> All right, I've been in this system since I'm 15, yep. 16. Yeah. What the fuck? It was, How do you navigate through that? It was it was nerve-wracking. Yeah. It was um because as as much as I felt like I knew what I was doing, it was still different to have to go out in the world yeah. and not have that comfort yeah. anymore. Right. You know what I mean? And I didn't realize that cuz I was like really proud and like, "Oh, I've done a lot." But it was a reality set in moment once I had to go out there in the real world. Because, mm. I mean, you know, it felt, again, it felt like home. So mm. leaving home is, you know, always scary. And so that took an adjustment for sure. And then I also felt like because I was so young, because I was still young when Rockefeller kind of broke up, I felt like I had to reprove myself. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I felt like people thought I was protected. Mm -hmm. And that it wasn't really the work. It was yeah. the protection of Damon and, mm -hmm. you know, and so I had to go out there and really kind of like do it all over again. I had to go be an assistant after I was already a marketing director. Yeah. Kind of at, at mm -hmm. um, Rockefeller. And that's why I always tell people, don't be afraid to take a step backwards and move forward, because sometimes it could set you up for amazing things. Oh, you yeah. Know? Huh? You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but even and that's, right. Oh, but that's, yes. That's Personally. also what's like so fucked up about the business and even how they like view joint ventures, like mm -hmm. to call Rockefeller joint venture, I know sounds blasphemous, but at yeah. the end of the day, that's it, what, that's it, what was. it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 
how you both have described that environment of why we love Rockefeller sounds like it came from the office environment that was there. 100%. And to think and to have the arrogance that once that breaks up, all the people that work there didn't add value and that they don't have anything to offer. They need to start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's fucking insane to me. Like these people gave you the sauce. Right. They should, like you need them. Right. Just because that broke up doesn't mean anything. That was a quick clip of our celebration of 50 years of hip hop sponsored by eBay. Subscribe and stay tuned to our YouTube for the full conversation. YouTube.com forward slash new Rory and mall. Now back to the episode. Uh, Once again, Rory, everything is content. Word. Take what you're given. Life gives you lemons. Pause. What do you do? Do a video with Usher. You make key lime pie, right? Um, okay, Kiki Lime Pie. Kiki Lime Pie. See? Ah, okay. So um, we remember the whole debacle of Kiki Palmer being at Usher's show. Mm. Usher singing to her, serenading her. With her cheeks out. Uh, she had on All a right. dress where, you know, it was a little, little... You saw the cheeks a little bit. You know, it was sexy, sexy dress she had on. Yeah. And her uh, fiancé, right? Was it her fiancé? Her uh, baby daddy. Okay, well... Yeah. Are, they're not married? Or weren't married? I think or engaged. No, nope, it was never confirmed. Gotcha. It's okay. never been confirmed. They never There's confirmed. Been... Kiki Palmer never confirmed if she was engaged or not. If she, people were rum- having rumors that they were married. <clears throat> that was never confirmed. Okay, yeah. well, her partner. They were called... they, they were just partners. Her partner. Yeah. Her partner. Yeah. Uh, he went to he went to social media to to you know voice his disdain. <laughs> and I didn't like what Demaris said. A uh, father of her child, not her baby daddy. Wow. Let's respect men a little bit more. Word. There you go. There you, you, go. Don't like, See, you, you don't like when people a dad. call you baby daddy? When you become a dad, certain shit just stings you a little differently now, right? It's the like, wait, father wait, wait, wait. of your child. Yeah. Um. So her partner went to uh, his social media and, ex- you know, expressed how he was feeling about what she was wearing and he felt it was disrespectful. Um. And then I guess maybe a few days later, they announced a breakup, a split, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward to um, maybe a month now, a month later. And... Uh, Kiki Palmer is now in a video with Usher. Yeah. Wow. Titled Boyfriend. Titled Boyfriend. <laughs> Sick. Uh, talk about taking a negative and turning it into a, another negative. This what? Is, this is kind of crazy to me. And I hope, I hope I'm not overreacting. And it could just because I have a different lens on things now. Because you're the father. Because you're a baby Because daddy. I'm the father of a child. And a baby daddy. Yeah. Um, baby you're daddy, an, baby you're daddy just father. sounds like deadbeatish. A little bit. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> no, it's not. You baby da- daddy? You, ha- you a daddy with a baby. Nah. I'm a father. Yes. Like, if I say my baby mama, it sounds like a little... Yeah, yeah that has a, a negative... Negative connotation. Yeah, baby daddy. Ba- nobody wants to be a baby mama, and nobody wants to be a baby daddy. That's the mother of my child. Yeah. You want to be a nice. father, you want to be a mother. It's only cute, like, when Jay-Z says it about Beyonce. I mean, that's better than sperm donor. That's that's when you're not even that's, kids' life. Yeah, that's when that's, it's like yeah, yeah. just my die. biological father. Yeah, you die tomorrow. <laughs> nobody, my twenty three and me over there. Yeah. yeah, nobody would even show up at your funeral at this point. Right. Um, but no, I think this is kind of crazy. If they just broke up, the petty shit is the petty shit. It's kind of funny. Whatever. Get your a little bit back. of petty is okay. It's totally fine. It makes for great entertainment. And you went on Twitter and said all that stuff. Doing this to the father of your child though, with the pettiness. Is a, is a little extreme for me. Maybe it's not as serious as we think it is and they've, you know, reconciled everything and he was fine with it. Mm-hmm. But when you do the petty games, it's fine when you're just exes. Yeah. When you have to co-parent and you're doing petty shit directly 
taking shots in front of the whole world with Usher mm-hmm. against your ex and father of your child. Yes. I think it's fucking crazy. It, that makes co-parenting way more difficult. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. You got to remember, keep in context, she's an actress. Yeah. yeah. Great one. Exactly. Entertainer. <clears throat> Great one. Right. Um, so maybe this is just her way of expressing She was singing herself. as Usher. She didn't express anything. Well, I mean, she's a she's an Usher fan. Obviously, she was at the show. Mm. Uh, she's expressed that Usher, she was a big fan of Usher growing up. Um, I think this was just an opportunity for them to turn a moment that they had together uh, publicly on social media. Like, let's take it a step further. Let's 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 have fun. Let's Love shoot it. a video. I'll you know mimic you and some of your older videos and your dance moves. Um, and I, I mean, she did a great job. She looks great. She's 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 dancing her ass off. She can really dance. But, but I feel you. But no, this doesn't happen. Unless her ex puts that tweet out. That's her fault. That's his fault. I'm telling you now, like, if if that video surfaced of just Kiki Palmer, like, in that outfit, oh, singing yeah. Usher, uh-huh. it was some shit would have been happened. doing good. But what took that to the next level was when her- Outrage. Her yeah. partner was like, yo, this is crazy. Absolutely. Double down on what everyone's saying on the internet. Thank yeah. you, If you Daddy. think Kiki Palmer is playing Usher in a video without her husband, boyfriend, partner doing that. Oh, because that's we, where we that shit. That. Is, that's where it's nasty. Because this wouldn't happen. You're clearly just doing it to spite me. But well, see, again, nah, wait, as no, a podcaster, no, no. I'm calling bullshit. Wait, I'm what? calling bullshit <laughs> because no, Kiki but, would never palm uh, pod with me. You don't know that <laughs> she would never palm you. Um, hey, or, or palm me. Hey. You would let Kiki palm you. Uh, uh, hey, hey, relax. <laughs> um, respect, respect to Kiki. But oh, I for just, sure. I'm yeah. calling bullshit because as a podcaster, it's literally your job to make content out of big moments that happen in your real life. I would judge Kiki if she didn't take advantage of this opportunity. Granted, I don't think this is her idea. This is Usher's video. Somebody on Usher's team or him had the idea, wrote the treatment, called Kiki, said, Kiki, I think that this would be funny for you to do. Kiki has expressed, even in this tweet right here, that she has always been a huge Usher fan. Yeah, I wanted to be in a minute. All right, you're, you're, you're playing semantics because what you're saying is true, but not in the case at... The detriment of co-parenting. Not crazy. if you pappy. <laughs> <laughs> the pappy somewhere is sick behind this shit. Well, like, of course, you're supposed to make a moment. But we don't know. But this moment have, is they, in the spike. They may have made up and they may For be. For sure. Well, the gossip, the gossip rags are saying that they oh, are and they always broken up the and he's moved on. Cool. That's good for him. They're, they're broken up and he's moved on. And he's moved on. Oh, it's but, been a week. Oh, so yeah, this hurts. This this thing. It's like been more than a week. But they were very obviously having issues. Yeah, Send that tweet if you guys aren't having issues. Like was corny as fuck. Rory said when it it. First happened. Right. So you saying that was that was Kiki's fuck him dress? Huh? Could have been. Yeah. Oh, like fuck maybe. him. Like, like yeah. fuck him. Like I'm out. Yeah. Put your could have been dress it. on. Oh, I don't yeah. think she planned for that moment to happen though. That sucks when she goes out in that dress and then also gets serenaded by Usher. Yeah, oh, that hurts. <laughs> it's a yeah. big stink. Oh man. But I, of course, Demarius, you're supposed to make moments out of stuff, and this is funny and all that. Yeah. To the world, but if this was really a big issue. Even if it's my ex-partner, I still have to co-parent with them and doing spiteful shit that's going to really trigger them and be di- and feel like it's disrespectful to them. The spite. That makes it hard to fucking co-parent but I don't when you're taking shots at each other publicly. Like I said, I don't think that tweet he did was the s- smart thing either. Like, we're family. Let's keep shit in house. Yeah, that was dumb. We can talk about it. I thought that was corny. Mm-hmm. But now you're just getting a... <laughs> we're just going back and forth on public 
shit. Well, yeah. I'm supposed to miss out on a huge opportunity of my life that you handed down to me because you wanted to be a fucking loser. So I'm this is going to come and go. I'm supposed to. This is not going to be the moment you think it's going to be. But I don't even think she wants it to be a moment. This is this will be done in what? two days. She wants us to. Be. No, moment. I think Usher. No, 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 no. I think Usher. Not a bad record, but this is done. Wanted it to be a moment. They both. both I think two things can be true. No, Usher caught a lick. Of course, Usher's going to be yeah, like, yeah. I think wait, Usher Kiki will do the video. He wanted it to be a moment. I think Kiki was living her best. I'm a fucking Usher fan. Life. Yeah, like, I don't want I my baby mom to be a fan of, like that, though. You can go to the show, but you can't be in a nigga video next month. Dance. Oh, come I, on. It's see, not that serious. And I feel like that's ridiculous. Keep she's she's, an, Keep she's an actor. Has a, Sorry, an actor. For she's sure. also a musical artist saying, who gotta, has her own career and wants to build up her career. Right. And this oh, for is sure. not me sticking up for all women and all of this bullshit. It is. You are. You are. It's cool. But it is. It's okay. No, what her child's father did was loser shit to begin with. Let's say they broke up. I'm supposed to watch out for your... You didn't watch out for my feelings when you sent that tweet when I've been a known... I keep my personal life personal. I've never had drama. Oh, he was out of line. You yeah. started that whole he, shit. He went a little too crazy with that. Okay. And now I'm supposed to look out for your feelings when you didn't look out for mine. This isn't a- to be spiteful. Again, what you're saying is correct if they right. were just exes. Yes, she has every right to do this, especially after he did that public shit. But at what cost? Like, that's where maturity comes in when you have a kid. Like, maybe I just shouldn't do shit, even if I'm correct in doing it, because I want to have a healthy co-parent relationship. I'm not going to do shit, even if I am right in doing it, to spite somebody, especially something that clearly triggered them already. That's maturity. Where he already knew about this, that this was going to happen? I think that for sure. I'm pretty sure he he knew this was going to happen. Like, the moment when it came with the whole thing with Usher, like, in the live show, and then now this is happening, he probably knows. Like, I don't think it's that serious. Now, If if they didn't have, like... A full talk about this entire shit. I, yeah. I think it's super fucked up. I, and, okay, I really and I can see where it's kind of corny only because at the end of the day that he's going to get some slack over that too. They're going to make fun of his ass. Everybody's going to make fun of his ass for the fact that she's doing the whole Usher video and shit like that. I don't give a fuck about the people on the internet to be making fun of. Like, no, like even I'm mad, I would be mad at my ex-partner. Like really? Like that was already a terrible thing that broke us up even though I'm sure there was mad other shit and that was just the last straw. But you're then gonna go and do the video? I don't think doing the video is so, that crazy. That I mean yeah. too, but like, so, like I'm sensitive, so you know. But, but that's the thing. You're right, no so longer so, my so partner. I don't, so I don't care about right, so, you right, sensitive. Uh, no, I'm just saying you're in no, general. Shut up. Shut. Just shut. I know you didn't just put say up that. And shut, put up and shut. I know you didn't just, just say that. Because we can go back to Hoodie Gate right now if you want to go back to Hoodie <laughs> Gate. Oh, we can wow, talk about wow, Hoodie wow. Gate. Subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. And look at you subbing them right now yeah, with that hoodie. You want to go wow. back to Hoodie Gate? Because where that hoodie going to be in three weeks? Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. So let's uh, not. Because if it was reversed, if this was Carisha and them, and your baby daddy was an extra in Carisha video. And Carisha was dancing with him and grinding on him. You would feel some type of you'd way at be, home if you'd you was be tight. No, I would not. Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, why y'all don't do that? And subscribe to our Patreon to Word. listen to Hoodie Gate about yeah. Tamaris and her Yes, ex. I'm no longer allowed to talk about that. It's on Patreon. You're no longer allowed to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I made a promise that I can no longer talk about Oh, look at you anymore. respecting, even though they're an ex-partner, just look wishes to you. make a healthier relationship. And y'all ain't even oh, got no what, kids. Well, if Usher told me to talk about it, I would talk about it. I don't know. Like, oh, if that's Usher, you'll talk about it. Yes. Oh, okay. All right, see? I can understand if it was T.I., but Usher? Why T.I.? Where, where did you land on T.I.? like that. Boondocks? The Boondocks reference? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Right. That's funny. It took me a while. What yeah. up, my head? 
Like you got to pull references that we'll like get off the top. How can you not get that off the top? Because it, it ain't really on our brain. Like also, that. pause. Yeah, like Boondocks at the moment. Yeah. But anyway, we can agree to disagree. Uh huh. Whether Kiki was wrong or not. Well, if the tables were reversed, if that was you know your baby father in a video with Carisha or you know whoever the young hot girl is right now, you would feel some type of way. Okay, but even I'm not saying he doesn't have the right to feel some type of way. I'm saying why should my decisions be based on. You feeling some type of way. We That's have a fa- what I'm not we saying he's wrong for feeling some type of way. Yeah, you guys have a kid together. We have a, we have a child together. Yeah. That's what this whole thing stemmed from is the fact that he was upset that she wore what she wore because she's a mom. She's a mom. Yeah. yeah. Two wrongs don't make it right is what I Now his approach, don't get me twisted. Him, him going to social media with all that, I thought was like unnecessary. You could just have a talk with your with your, you know, your partner when she gets home. Like you don't have to Yeah, he was stupid corny for that. One. I didn't think that was he really sorry. But up. you know, people handle things differently. Either way, um, it's a cool moment, I guess, you know. It's dope. Kiki Palmer. That's nice. What do y'all think about the song? Be if Bobby B did Kiki beat? No. No. Rory. <laughs> We've already discussed that. Usher was worth it. Never mind. I'm trying to have a messy podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> that shouldn't We're about to go on vacation. Let's just leave with some mess. I know. And then come back to some mess to clean up. Yeah, yep. exactly. I'm no, sure. I'll, that's I'll, I'll be in the Bahamas with no Wi Fi. No, yeah, good for you. World just burning. So, what do y'all think about Usher's song? It's all right. It's cool. It's he cool. released two. That's a cool bop. It is. It's cool. Yeah. It's just, I'm not trying to be safe here. It's just cool. It's cool. You, you think they're playing that uh, around uh, Kiki's baby daddy? Probably. Yeah. I hope not. Oh, the moment you walk in the club, they playing that. But that's mean, what I'm saying. But if you're his real friend, that's where I think it gets fucked up. Like, if you're his real friend, you pull up in front of his crib to pick him up and have that plan. Oh, 100%. Ready. Yeah. yeah like, your oh, friend damn, could do Ronnie that. Your yeah. friend could do that, but not some random dude in the Oh, club. no. Then it's, it's hate. Be like, like, don't tweet about me. You can't do that if Kiki's baby father walks into the club. No, not to the club. You got to fight the DJ. Yeah. I've seen a lot of DJs do some bold shit with artists that were... Like what? Uh, I've seen people play 50 records around Ja. Oh. I thought that was like, uh, all right. Like they were you DJs know, of the ja culture? Like fight, right? Like, and he's right there. I just saw, what was that? A few weeks ago, uh, a DJ in Miami played at Gunplay's birthday, played 50s music. That's crazy. Yikes. And Gunplay started flipping that shit upside. I'll kill everybody in this motherfucker. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty somebody, impressive. Yo, you heard somebody in the video like, yo, I'm about to bounce. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yo, Gunplay was in there going crazy. But I didn't know. That sounded like cocaine Gunplay. No, but like when you get the full story, he played about three 50 records. So like it was in back to, to back. back. It's oh, like, nah, bro, you, you know what you're doing. Like yeah. now you playing games. Like don't, don't do that. You can't play 50 records while Gunplay is, it's Gunplay's birthday party. Oh, what the fuck is wrong That's with him? And like, he's celebrating one, his birthday at the club and you playing 50, 50 cent mini men and I smell pussy and all that. It's like, <laughs> And I could understand. That's not even. Funny. And it's Miami. Like they don't really. They don't play fifty down there. Like no, many that, men well, doesn't get burned at. Yeah, at Liz. Like, like what are you doing? Like you don't play that in the club, especially if it's Gunplay's birthday. The DJ knew what he was doing. Gunplay was absolutely in the right for flipping that shit upside yeah, down and word. throwing garbage cans. He was right. I agree. And it, like it could maybe an unaware DJ may play like in the club by accident. Like oh shit, my bad. But three in a row is an extreme. I smell pussy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what DJ to play. I smell pussy. At Gunplay's birthday party, that's intentional, bro. No, it's fucking wild. That's 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 intentional. I understood. I understood Gunplay ready to go to the car and get the strap. Well, I mean, I know it was a, a side note, but I'm happy Kiki got her childhood moment. That's cool. Her favorite artist. Yeah, she's dope. my childhood was destroyed. Why? Over the past few days. Oh uh, yeah, I thought about you, Rory. I saw I saw uh, the Vlad interview with Ali uh, from the Saint Lunatics. Um, you know, Santa Claus about, is not real. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I know. This is this is your Santa Claus is not real moment. So Ali did an interview with Vlad, and he spoke about um, 
the fact that he wrote probably 75 to 80 percent 95 he's t- yeah, yeah. No, the, the number kept <laughs> Bye, going up. Yeah. i was waiting for him to just be like listen i wrote 110 percent of everything <laughs> yeah like he 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 basically said he wrote uh all of nelly's uh first album and if you know nelly's first album country grandma one of the biggest hip-hop albums of all time like so for ali to say now that he wrote 97 percent of it after was a shock. After Nelly just sold his catalog for what I believe was fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. God damn! Um, but we had always heard like the story of Nelly going to shop Saint Lunatics Records and go solo. That was something that like Murphy Lee's talked about. That's been around. Yeah. I did not. Of course, that's kind of fucked up. But I didn't think like it was that crazy if he was writing his verses. If you're shopping the group's music. And you didn't even write any of it. Mm-hmm. And then you go solo with our records that we wrote for you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking foul. Absolutely. That, that's some foul shit. It's fucked up. but uh, If once, that's true. Because I think Nelly should tell his side. If it's true. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I hope Ali wouldn't get up there and lie about he writing all this. He doesn't come shit. across as a liar to me. Yeah, like he didn't. It looked like he didn't have any type of, you know, hate. Yeah, he was saying in the interview that when people were. You know, critics when Nelly starts to quote unquote fall off after that double album of like, damn, I wish Nelly would go back to the country grammar type shit, the Nellyville type shit. He's like, yes, because I stopped writing for him. Mm -hmm. Like it was a clear fall off when I stopped not only picking the beats, writing the harmonies, getting hooks from Murphy Lee, Mm -hmm. writing his verses. Yeah, things change. Like Nelly can write. He just takes a long time forever to write a 16. And I would just come up with everything. And at that point, Nelly delivered the shit better than anyone. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was rapping it, it didn't sound the way Nelly said it, which makes sense. But to not get credited and not get publishing is really where the line is kind of drawn. Yeah. Like if that's the goal, if everyone's like, all right, Nelly is the one that is marketable. He He's delivers it. He delivers this shit the best too. Like, yeah. bet. Like once Nelly gets along, we can we all get on. As long as we get our just do behind the scenes and exactly. business is taken care of and we all get our splits and everything like that. So be it. Everything, all that other shit is ego shit. Like if Nelly's the clear cut star, he's the one that's going to, you know, propel this whole thing and get us in, into these rooms that we ultimately want to be in as creators, artists, writers, whatever, then so be it. Let's get behind them. But if we're not taken care of, if I'm not getting anything for my contributions, this is this is a, a completely fucked up situation. Not that we really, anyone has Nelly like on their top 10 greatest MCs of all time mm-hmm. list. It's still a little heartbreaking knowing the impact Nelly has had on hip hop. Even newer hip hop, like, of course, you can give Rule a lot of credit for the melodic stuff and so on. But that Nelly era kind of pushed us even further into the melodic shit that we're into now. Like, mm-hmm. he is a very influential artist. So to find out he didn't write most of that, it's a little heartbreaking. I mean, well, Nelly, is. Nelly. He's not a rapper, rapper like that, but he rapped. And those melodies fucking changed hip hop. Like, I'm sure some he people. Gets, he gets a lot of credit for that. And to know that he just delivered it is, yes. Yeah. We can't just shit on Drake and not shit on Nelly. I'm sure there's a lot of people in the Midwest that may have Nelly in their top 10. If you want to go just like impact uh, one of the craziest runs in hip hop history, sales, like, of course, Nelly would definitely be in a top 15 conversation. To me, Nelly was always like the second 2.0 version of like, Obviously not probably as dope as an MC, but like he was LL all over again. Oh, okay. He was like he was like you know the he was a rapper, but he became a pop star because they both wore band aids. 
Well, not kind of. Well, not because they both wore bandits, but it was the style. It was, it was the. Hmm? It was just the style and and the aesthetic. Aesthetically, it was some similarities there. Sure. And, and Nelly has, has spoken to that. That LL was one of his uh his idols growing up. But um, yeah, it's just it's it was it was crazy to hear Ali uh, talk about that though. Uh, that was shocking to hear that he they, that he wrote most of that country gram album. And I feel like had this news dropped, let's say Nelly's run happened in 2023 where there was like Vlad and interviews like this where people can have a platform to speak about what's going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. This might be bigger than the Drake allegations if it was done in the moment. Like during Nelly's run, this would be crazy because it was even more taboo in the you know, mid 2000s, early 2000s to a rapper not writing his lyrics. Yeah. It's a little different because Drake was not only a pop star, R&B singer, like we just, you know, gave him like, we get it. Mm -hmm. Nelly is considered a rapper, even though he does sing. Yeah. This would have been twice as big to me of allegations than the Drake thing. Back then if it came out. Yes. This Uh, would have been fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean... I still think it's big though because uh, pause because it, it, again it's Nelly, it, it, it's one of the biggest albums of all time in hip hop, and again we didn't we didn't know this until Ali said it. Now again we've heard things over the years and the St. Lunatics being a whole you know conglomerate of artists and writers and helping each other out, but Ali is saying like nah fam I th- th- that those are all my my bars yeah that's shocking to hear and I do want to hear from I think Nelly will. I think he has to address this. Mm. I don't think he can just like let this pass. Like he has to address this. Not like Nelly is trying to actively put out. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's not trying to actively put out any new albums and shit like that. But he has to address one of his former closest friends, partners, uh, you know, people that was in the room when he was creating, coming out and saying, yo, I wrote all. Nelly has to respond to that. If it's true, (sighs) don't address it. If it's not true, address it and correct. But if it's true. No, that's whack, though. I think you got to address it either way. If it's, it's true or not. She's right. <laughs> yeah, but if, if it's true or not, you address it. You don't address it. You don't, you don't not address it if it's true. What type of shit is that? You got to address it. Like, why, yo, it is, why do you... Well, no, I don't know, because I don't address lies. So, yeah, but, but gotta, she like, just got to let lies go. But, if, but she if just it's said true? address it if it's not true. I'm, I don't agree with that. If you're not, not going to address it if it is true, don't address it if it's not true. I'm just saying he needs to address it, period, if it's true but or not. I will say... I think this is a huge deal because it was such an important part of my life. As far as like Vlad interviews go, this is not as viral as I thought it was going to be. No. So like people, well, because people don't is- really care. And I, I swear that's not a shot at Vlad. It was an incredible interview. I watched every single one of them. It just didn't go viral the way. And maybe that's just the age difference on the internet. It's different. People really don't. They're not. They're, Nelly's name is not heavy in the algorithms right now. They're not checking for him. Nobody is. He doesn't have any new music out. It's. Nobody you know. cares. We care, but nobody cares. When I saw that title, I put it in our group chat immediately and I put my child down. Because <laughs> that was a very, I was that like, was wait, a big part of your what? childhood. I was on YouTube, refreshed it. She put your child down. Nelly didn't write 90% of country grant. I was so like, you this, were is, surprised. this is spam. I thought, you know, sometimes people put uh, fake like online. Vlad uh, thumbnails on like fake videos to yeah. get you to click it. Yeah. I thought it was one of those at first. And I was like, no, this is Vlad TV. Vlad's not going to put something out that is going to be like completely false. Like there has to be some credibility. So I sat down and was like, oh, this is going to be the biggest thing ever. A week passed. I've heard no one talk about it besides my friends. Yeah. Well, again, that's because Nelly, nobody really, again, like 
Demara said, nobody really cares. And I I'm mean, also, I'm not surprised. Are you, you're really like surprised about this. that? He yes. wrote so much. I'm surprised. Yes. I'm shocked. I really thought Nelly was in there penning most of that shit. 95%. Also, because it's not like, it's. And again, this is all based on if Ali is in fact telling the truth. Yes. So we don't want to just say, you know, he's telling the truth. If this is allegedly, he's, this is what he's saying. And if it is true, that's a shock to me that, that Nelly didn't write most of that. Yeah. It's he like, delivered the fuck out of it, though. I'll tell you that. Hell yeah. Period. He, he, delivered, the, he delivered a hell of a product. But, but like, the fact that this is hip-hop, and when you don't write, there is, you know, we, we got to call you to court for that. Yeah, and even, like, when Ali was breaking down country grammar and, like, all the cities on, I think it's the second verse, like, it's all the people that he had people in Savannah. Like, mm-hmm. that's fucking... That's wild. It's crazy. Then he was and not how, that the verse is like personal, but it's just like, nah, but damn. when he started piecing certain things together, like, yo, this, this hook that started the next song I went into. And I'm like, damn, like grill. He said the grills concept was his, not that that's like some profound concept. Right. But at that time it was, yeah, that and people in Texas, please do not kill me. I'm speaking from a mainstream level. Nelly getting attached to that grills wave mm-hmm. helped spread grills across the entire world. Like I know Texas was, obviously on that shit before yeah. but that grill song well he paid i think paul Wall was in the video yeah no no for sure it was it was definitely that but to know that like that's ali's idea wrote it uh, like that that was a moment in hip-hop with that, that was definitely shit. a moment that was definitely a big moment and puts like nelly with the of course he didn't start air force ones but that was a huge record like nelly yeah we didn't like as that. an innovator yeah we didn't, I, didn't, I mean new yorkers didn't like that it was it was a good song. It was like, it wasn't anything new though. Like, yeah, because when that song came out, we was like, okay, we've been wearing Air Forces <laughs> forever. Forever. Like, but okay, I guess if the Midwest wants to wear them now. No, it, to be honest, Nelly kind of owes us, especially that $50 million catalog. The inflation. <laughs> no, he owes Ali. The inflation. Well, right. <laughs> he doesn't know what The inflation know, of Uptowns was crazy after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could get them shits for $50, $60. They yeah. went to like $120. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I was nuts, but this, I don't know. This was Either heartbreaking way, to I, a young I believe boy. Nelly, I, I think he will respond, though. I think yeah. this is a perfect time for Nelly to kind of get back yeah. in that. Nelly got his girl back. He's yeah. got 50 M's. Yeah, but you got to. He's fucking yeah, but, chilling. Yeah. He might make it right behind the scenes, which I hope he does. Yeah, make it right, man. Make it right with the homies, man. Like, that's that's some nasty shit to have on your jacket walking around for the rest of your life that you did that to, to the homies, man. Like, they got to make that right. If but they contributed the way Ali said he did, you got to take him. I don't respect the make it right once it's on the internet because you had years and years and years sure. to make it right. You know. Nah, Ali was- respect that that, that Wyatt coming through. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. When that Wyatt hit Ali, be like, all right, it's all love. Like, yeah, from a more, morality level, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. up. It's like, all right, yeah. you got yeah, caught, yeah. so now you have to apologize. Yeah, nah, that's cool. It's a fake sorry, but not. Nah. Yeah, but once that Wyatt hit, though, <laughs> you're like, all, all right, right, it's love. Whatever. Yeah, little 10, 15, I'll take that. It's all love. What, thousand? I think just. Yeah, right. Just given like some form of a settlement to him, because I know how messy that would get, especially after selling your publishing and whatever publishing deal Nelly had, to have to rework all of that would be extremely expensive, not just for Nelly, but for Ali. Mm -hmm. To get all that publishing back would be fucking crazy. Then you have to prove it, Mm -hmm. which is really difficult. Mm -hmm. Like we're taking his word for it, but that doesn't work in court. (laughs) It's fucked up, man. I just wish, you know. Just, just do a settlement. Just do give him some right, man. I just, just, why is it so hard for people to just do right business? Because they're greedy and they're also just not well-informed. People are sneaky as fuck. Everybody. Like, I think to- it takes so much more to do fucked up business. It takes more out of you. Like You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. And when you're doing a project or you're doing, you're creating something, everybody feels like they're 
their contribution is the most important. Yep. Right. So just how Drake can sit up here and say, I performed that. So you could never perform that song like that. Or I made that song what it is. Nelly can sit up there and say, you could never perform this song like me and make it go number one. It didn't go number one because of what you wrote. It went number one because of the way that I performed it. And Ali can say the opposite. So everybody feels like their contribution is what made the project. But in theory, that is the point of splits in publishing. Mm -hmm. Like, there's plenty of people that have written for Beyonce that couldn't come anywhere near how she delivered it, but they got their pub on it. Right. Is it 50%? No, no, but you know, because even the bigger artists take more pub for the exact point that you're saying. Like when you get to a certain status, splits aren't very even anymore Mm -hmm. because yeah, it's me. So this is going to make way more money because I'm singing. So you have a great argument to maybe take more pub than you typically would deserve as a C-list artist, but the writers still get their shit. Like yeah, but Country Grammar was the first album. Oh, that's so he wasn't he wasn't nobody. Well, no, not even that. He shopped like bad. I think he said better up. A bunch of joints that were on Country Grammar were recorded in the nineties, mm-hmm. and he was shopping them in New York mm-hmm. with some. Uh, I forgot the manager's name. It's from Harlem. Who to love? Of course, it's somebody from Harlem was behind this. I think. I think. It was wow. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, he was shopping their records, which is fucking crazy. Either way, man, you know, just do right by the homies, man. Like it's just so. It's I just feel like it's so much easier to just do. The right thing. Well, the status quo makes it easier to fuck people over because it is so common in business. It's it's, 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 reg, it's regular business practice yeah. is to fuck people over. I hate when people say that. I agree. I, like, but I, that unfortunately, no, that's part of the business. No, it's not. It doesn't have to be. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not part of the business. Well, the person that says that is usually the one taking advantage. Yeah, yeah that's why I hate when people like as soon as somebody said it, I'm looking at them totally different as part of the business. Oh, no, that's sure. a part of your business. It doesn't have to run business. Yeah, like it does not have to go that way. People don't have to get fucked in business. You don't have to do dirty business. You don't have to do shady shit in business. People do it because they want to do it. They feel like, you know, that their ego tells them I can do this and get away with it. Man, I'll say one of the the greatest compliments I got this year was from Bink and Sean C. They were like, oh, we were just talking about how easy it is to work with you and how easy the business went. Mm -hmm. That was the coolest compliment. And by the way... It wasn't hard. Like it's not hard to do good business. It's not like we had to go above and beyond to make sure everyone got what they deserved. Everyone just got. We just sat down. I was like, "Bet, bet." All right, cool. When people (laughs) when people make business difficult because they want to make business difficult, Mm -hmm. that's just the bottom line. Business can be very easy because I've seen people do easy business with people that they were either afraid of, or knew some other shit was coming behind doing fucked up shit. Yep, and that's when it gets corny because it's like, oh. You wouldn't have did that to this person, but you do it to that person because you feel like it's not so many severe consequences coming behind it, which speaks to a whole nother level of corny. But either way. Or you could just, I mean, the best thing to do is adopt an athlete when they're a child and take the royalty. Now that is something. That's the best strategy that I've seen. Speaking of uh, being blindsided in Ooh, business, got in it. relationships, like uh, Michael Orr, who we know uh, is was a star player at University of Mississippi. He uh, is the... Is the character that the movie Blindside is based on. Have you seen the movie? Absolutely. It's a great movie. Great movie. Great actor. Sandra Bullock did a great job. Yeah. Um, so it's coming out that Michael Orr now is saying that he was never really adopted. Which is the premise of the movie, which essentially. Is, which is, you know, which made it a heartwarming. Two beautiful white saviors right. come in. Save and this adopt. black child. This black kid. He's in so much need. Right. 
uh, come to find out, he it was a conservatorship. Mm. So what is conservator? Conservators are court-appointed individuals who are given the ability to manage another person's finances and personal affairs. Which is crazy to like not adopt someone but still have that. <laughs> Which, <laughs> insane. That's crazy. Insane. So you don't love me. You mm. just see the future in me making a lot of money. I can go on to be a star player and yeah. you want to have rights and ownership of me and my money. Well, there was some flack when this movie came out because obviously Michael Orr isn't the only athlete that's gone through this entire thing. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of other athletes. What's uh, who's ranked above LeBron James? Lenny Cook. Lenny Cook was in something similar, but uh, thank God was with a family that let him opt out and go do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there is kind of like a market, if you will, for lack of a better term, of boosters at colleges fake adopting kids mm-hmm. when they're in need yeah when it comes to athletes so it feels a little a little slavish <laughs> oh damn I, I try to use the word market no nah, well, slave market slave market no it, 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 it feels it feels a little slavish um you know it, it it says we're protecting ourselves because we see financial gain in the future from uh this kid well in the movie at least the white saviors do take in Michael before he even thinks about football. They just encourage him to do it. Yeah. And their whole thing was like, no, nah, we were going to take care of him regardless, but we put him in a school and like, he's not, not going to play football. Like yeah. we didn't even know if he'd be good or not. So how the fuck could we adopt this kid? Assuming that he's going to go to Ole Miss. Well, they saw a kid. He was a, bi- a big, it's a movie. He was, he was a big kid. They looked <laughs> at him the same way they used to do the slaves. Looked oh very God, strong. Bro. Like he could work out in the field for hours and, you know, that's how they used to do it. Mm. They used to say, okay, yeah, he comes from this bloodline. His mother was a hard worker. He's he's going to be a hard worker. Same thing. You see a big kid, like, oh, that kid has some size on him. Let's see if we can kind of give him a nice home and get him into sports and see what he takes to and what he likes. And let's push him in that direction. Now, Michael Orr wasn't suggesting that they were, you know, not a loving family. But he did come out and say that they were paid $225,000 each along with 25% royalties to the rights of his story that mm-hmm. then became the book and the movie. Um, and he hasn't been paid from either. And I mean, you, of course, Hollywood is Hollywood. So you have to stretch the truth a bit. But he had learning disabilities in the movie when he didn't. Mm-hmm. But that's just something I guess you kind of deal with with Hollywood shit. But they, they if I'm not getting my royalties to my, yeah. to my don't, disability. Don't say I was slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> now you really treat me like yeah. I'm slow. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> now y'all playing me like I'm slow and don't know what's going on. Like, don't put that in the movie if that ain't what it is. And if you're going to put it in the movie, at least pay me. And I mean, at the <laughs> end of the day, as much as um, it was about that family, it exploited Michael Orr's like blood family. Mm-hmm. They, they talked about his mother being on drugs, his father, this, right. that, uh, his brothers, like his whole projects. Mm-hmm. You are exploiting my life absolutely even if you stretch the truth for hollywood it's still mine so now michael Orr's real family is saying that this is a shakedown and oh no the 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 adopted conservatorship uh family is saying that he was paid from the book in the movie okay he may have been but was he paid what he was supposed to be paid right i think he's trying to get those royalties and once he found out that he was not really adopted then it's like, well, this whole entire movie is a lie. You've made millions of dollars right. off of lying about my life. And right. y'all need which, to run me some money for that. Which, by the way, is Hollywood. And I don't want to say okay, but part of Hollywood. This whole Trauma being state. able to sell my rights because I was a kid and you are now entitled to them mm-hmm. is the real fucked up part of this. 
They're going to lie about his life. Sorry, that sucks. Yeah, that's just it's not like a court thing. Right. This is not a shakedown if he wants royalties back to his life story. Right. A shakedown is when you try to strong arm someone for something you don't deserve. Exactly. This is not a shakedown. Yeah, no. Give the give the give the guys money before you come over there and start tackling all y'all, please. Because that's Yo. a big dude. You don't want him to come in the house pissed off, mad, and just start knocking shit over. Yeah, pay him his money. It is wild. Pay him his money. Um, speaking of being blindsided once again, who uh, let <laughs> Kev was blindsided? <laughs> When buy he, a football player. Buy, a, buy a football <laughs> another football player. player. Uh, ESTG was uh, he did the bootleg Kev. Shout out to bootleg Kev, one of our favorite people. Yeah, friend of the show. Um, so bootleg Kev had ESTG on to talk about his upcoming uh album. Uh, I believe Toro Two is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he had ESTG on there. I fuck with ESTG. Love his music. So, uh, but I also know that ESTG is not somebody that is uh. He's not a very talkative. He doesn't want to be interviewed. He doesn't. He doesn't have that energy where he's gonna sit down and come kick it with you and bust it up. Like he, you know, he just wants to promote his music, get out of there, and go do what the fuck he want to do. So he was on Boulet Kev, and um, I saw the clip. The the first question, Kev. And now give some context. Kev said that uh, ESTG was about two hours late, mm-hmm. and when he came in, he didn't even speak to nobody. He, you know, he just kind of just sat down and just was ready to shoot. Um. Sounds so, like Bobby and Yachty. So, 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 Boule Kev kind of, you know, you, you know how it is when you can kind of feel somebody's vibe. Like, yo, dude ain't really, you know, he's what not it? the most welcoming, the most warm guy. Right. And so, Boule Kev. Boule Kev did what most like white guys do when it's like you're trying to break that. He started talking about porn. He's like, hey, is you that know what Brian Pumper is? Is that what we do? <laughs> yeah, like y'all just throw porn out there. You know, you make dick jokes and it's like, yo, all right, whatever. Well, Boule Kev show. He does ask random questions. That's actually why I enjoy his show so much. It's yeah. not the same interview. But he tries to get do. to know the person Allegory. away from just their art. Like when I when I went on there, we talked about Phoenix hip hop for the first like forty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like, shit like that. You got to just talk about random shit and just see where where it takes you. Um, so ESTG wasn't feeling that. Um, and then you know Kev started talking about his football past. Uh, ESTG used to play college football. Uh, had a promising career. Um, I believe he even went to the combine. Mm. I, I think, yeah, something he did. like that. Um, so you know, Kev was just trying to find ways to fill fill ESTG out and and see where the conversation would go. And you know, ESTG said, "Yo, what does that have to do with my album?" Um, you know, and 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 Kev says some honesty. He's like, "Well, I'm a big football fan, and I just think it's dope that you actually were really good in football at one point." Right. But now you're doing your thing in rap. I think it's a great story. And ESTG wasn't feeling that. He got up, walked out. Um, it's interesting because this is kind of like the reason thing to some degree. Like an unfortunate situation where people could have had a cool conversation. Mm-hmm. Turned into probably better promo than what that regular interview would have been. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is another moment. I, believe I hope people, people don't chase these because this was real. Well, the reason no, thing people, was real. Don't even hope. People are going to chase oh, yeah. these. This, yeah, is, this is shit that people do. Now everybody's going to get up and walk out. Bobby of and Drake will follow each other. Bobby and Drake. Um, yeah. yeah, I might get up and walk out of this shit in a minute. I don't know. I just Fuck yeah. Cool. Do it. Um, but yeah, so so ESTG was, was, was pissed. Don't prove out. the stop right. Uh, and I like I like what Kev said. Kev was like, you know, for for better or worse, it made for a moment. It made yeah. for content. Um, I see both sides here. Kev did put out that I believe allegedly his team gave a brief before that he was really only interested in talking about his music. So if that was a conversation that was had prior to with his team, then if Kev is taking the interview, he should respect that. Mm-hmm. Or just not take the interview because it's like I don't. Know yeah, if but it's hard. About- it's Rory. It's hard to sit down and just grill somebody about. 
their upcoming album. Their, like, how many Agreed. times are you going to ask a rapper, yo, so what was your motivation? What was your... Tell me about the producers. Tell what, me what was your inspiration? I, I agree with you. That's why I see both sides, whereas what could be more beneficial to the artist is people getting to know them. Because, like, the music interviews rarely promote you more. It's great for your core fan base to know certain stuff about the music, but part of a press run for the most is to get new fans. Yeah. Get exposure. Hopefully, people that wouldn't typically check for your album, go check it out. Mm -hmm. And I think the best way to do that is for people to see your personality, mm -hmm. not just music stuff. I think that's where a lot of artists do fail in press runs is they think they have to come in and act like fucking Prince mm -hmm. and just be like, uh, put the sunglasses on and be like, oh, I just, this song came to me in a dream. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, we're in a different content space now. That maybe worked back in the day when you rarely saw interviews with Parences. artists like that. Like right. you'd have to wait a year for their MTV TRL shit, or you'd have to wait for them to go talk to Angie. Like, mm -hmm. We are bombarded with artist interviews every fucking day. You have to make yourself more interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I feel, Gio, on this, like, though I told you I just want to talk about the music, but I don't think that's really benefiting you at the end of the day. There should be music stuff there. Yeah. But, and you also have to remember, not everyone kind of has their own outlets they go out to. So if you've talked about your NFL career, it could have been on a platform that there's a large fan base that hasn't seen yet. Yeah. I watch Bootleg Kev. So that's a really... It, I'm going to listen to his music differently now. Like, oh shit, he played linebacker? Well, not only Now I'm going to look up highlights. Like, everything about you becomes a little bit more interesting. Well, not only that, when you go on these different platforms, there's different audiences. Yeah. Right? yeah. There's some, some of these platforms share audiences, but I'm sure a lot of people that watch Boulay Cab never heard of ESTG, never heard his music. You go on here, you have a great interview, great episode. Now people from this platform know who you are. Like, oh, I like this dude. Let me check him out. I think people still check him out after this mm -hmm. because he walked out and it's kind of like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, he just yeah. walked out on Kev's interview like that. Like, that's fucked up. But I mean, you know, again, I understand, you know, ESTG may be on a crazy press run right now. You know how that shit is, Rory. You're tired. You did about five, six interviews already. It's annoying to have to repeat the same shit over and yeah. over, but you have to keep in your mind. Unfortunately, this comes with the gig. Yeah. And it comes with press it. Press runs. Or just it's a part of it. It's a part of it. And it's a, it's the part of it that most artists really don't like to do, especially if you're not the most social person. Like yeah. you don't really want to sit down and talk all day. But you know, that's what it is with you talking about being in the, the business of selling music. You have to sell who you are as a person, the personality. You have to sell who you are as an artist. You have to get people to try to buy into your brand, find your brand. This is why you go on different platforms to expand your brand. But I mean, I, I, I like Kev's approach to it. He said, you know, for better or worse, we made some content out of it. Now, ESTG's response was very different from Kev's response. I mean, we could just go with the last line. Well, no, he said, <laughs> uh, please don't play with me because I play crazy. I didn't like that, though. I mean, it's, but if you're being honest, if that's who you are, he's like, listen, don't play with me because I don't play. Like, if I start playing, it's going to go a different way. I mean, but nobody was. I think playing. it's. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a little. I think he went at Kev a little too aggressive. Kev, like Kev, didn't warrant that type of energy. Yeah, but I think. I think. I think what it more so is is that's just a message to like anybody else moving forward. If I go on your platform, like, don't play these viral games with me because I play a different way. But he wasn't playing a viral game. He was, he was trying. To, he was, which is funny. well. He said. He well, said. He said. It, the, the clip was up two hours after he left. Like, so what? That's it. That's, no, that's the game. That's what happened. Yeah. No, I'm right. not mad at Kev. Which right. you can't also say that 
you weren't chasing a viral moment. Like he didn't do that on purpose, but he was what, I'm not going to post leave. that clip. Like he knew like, exactly. that's what I'm going to leave. Kev knew that that was going to be a viral. As, yeah, as Kev should have naturally, yeah. and that's good thing. for both of them at the end of the day. Well, that's why Kev said, for better or worse, we got a moment. And yeah. I feel like it's up to your team. For them to know, okay, like you need to research these platforms that you're going on. Like full transparency, we've had artists that turned on our platform because they don't have a fucking personality. So they don't want to come on here and we try to pull a personality out of them. They know that they wouldn't be good for that. They want to go on there and talk about their music. There's one person I'm still salty about. I know. I know. Talk about that. I'm I'm salty he did what he did. I know. I know. I ain't like that because I really liked him as a person. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of nuts, but. We'll yeah. save that for Patreon. Yeah. We can yeah. talk about that on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> but they they know that they won't shine next to us because they have no personality. And we have a podcast where we don't just interview. We want you to show your personality. I feel like if you're on my team, if I'm if you're on my team, it's your job to know what platforms you should and shouldn't put me on. Bootleg Kev, if you do any research on his platform, you should know that he's not just going to let you get on there and just talk about music. Right. So how are you mad at him for holding his platform down the way that he has always held his platform down and doing his job the way he's always well, done? Well, he probably job? went up there again. It, and Rory knows this is what happens sometimes. Uh, you send these artists to these these podcasts and they might ask their management like, yo, we just talking about the album. And they'll say, yeah, like it's just Kev, like hip hop head, like you're going to get into the album. You know, they're, they're kind of Say things to kind of like just get you to just get you agree to, do, to it. do it, and then you go there and he starts bringing a Brian Pumper and aliens and shit. You like, <laughs> I'm here to talk about my album. That's hey, what the drop, fuck? Bro. Like, I'm not here to talk about Brian Pumper. Right. Well, shit like that. Pumper. I shitted on the booking agents when the little baby thing happened. I think I'm gonna shit on the new wave of PR people yeah. now yeah. because they think their job when they have a client is to get them on as many platforms as possible. Mm-hmm. Which in theory sounds great, right? But if you don't know your client and where they'll shine the best, you're not a good PR person. Mm-hmm. If your client does not talk, don't book them 60 fucking platforms to go talk. Right. Because they're going to start looking crazy. Mm-hmm. And people are going to dislike them. They're going to come across, even if they're not a bad person, they're going to come across rude. or Because mm-hmm. artists be in their head. They're quiet. Yeah. And again, you don't know what artists are going through. They're human just like everybody else. For sure. ETG might have had a fucking terrible night, terrible day, terrible week. You don't know. PR people just need to know their artists. Like, I feel like they do the plug and play with every single client. Mm-hmm. Let's try to get them on every single platform, no matter who the artist is, instead of knowing their client and going, eh, Breakfast Club will work, but this won't work. Right. Oh, maybe we should focus just on the podcast circuit because that's where more of the core fan base shit is. Like, mm-hmm. it's the same shit we were talking about with booking agents not really knowing their clients. Right. And just being able to get a gig mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's the right decision. Right. So, yeah, that falls on the team as well. Well, shout out to Bootleg Kev. Uh, shout out to ESTG album is uh, dropping. I think this weekend. I hope he doesn't play crazy with Kev. Uh, nah, just let's let G let him do what he do, man. Just leave him alone. Yeah. Uh, but he'll be alright. So shout out to both of those gentlemen. And I'm excited for the album. Yeah. No, nah, I fuck with ESTG, man. I fuck with him for two, Doug. Um, I don't know what his legal situation is. How much time he has left? Um, mm-hmm. in his sentence, or if he got sentenced yet? I don't know. But I those are two of the dudes that I I really fuck with. For sure. Um, do we have voicemails? Let's start with this first one about an overreactive father. Everyone, I'm calling from London and I need your advice, especially Rory as a new dad. Basically, my father comes from really humble beginnings and thank God over time was able to create a company that's done really well. And what that means is my siblings and I probably will never have to worry about money 
nor will our children. It's pretty cool. And I'm extremely, extremely grateful to have been born into this life and all the privileges it affords me. But unfortunately, that comes with a father that's irrational, cruel, and weaponizes money any chance he gets. Succession. So I'll give a quick example. (laughs) I have my own job. I rent my own place here in London. And my dad insisted on buying me a house because he was worried about my security. And again, extremely grateful for that. And then one day, a few months later, I'm working at my job and he calls me and I couldn't pick up because I was doing a really intense deal and I couldn't pick up the whole day. And I get back home at 2 a.m. when I'd finished work and all the locks to my house had changed. Whoa. And he had warned the concierge not to let me in because I didn't pick up one phone call. And he reacts this extremely to everything. So I don't know, like, do I just stick with it for my future children? Do I walk away? Okay. Well, that was extreme. Well, let me, as as somebody whose dad was in and out, they like, let me tell you, that ain't so bad. <laughs> a few days, just uh, concierge. Yeah, it's okay. Just be locked out for a couple of hours. It's okay. Yeah, that's nothing. It's better than not knowing where your next meal is going to come from. Well, that I mean, I think that kind of goes to the nepotism conversations we've had before. Mm-hmm. If the goal is to make sure your kids are all right financially, you don't have to struggle the way you struggled, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then that's the catch-22 of like, are they going to be hard workers? Will they get fulfillment if I just give them everything? And you do have to teach your kids that grow up in a very privileged situation, real life shit, or you're doing them a disservice. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I feel her pops, but I, I do understand it to some degree. Like yeah, you didn't I- have to deal with any real life shit and I'm doing you a disservice when you have to go out to the real world. So there needs to be some tough love I within that. nepotism. Oh, no, I understand that. But, that, but changing, love. I'm changing, not saying kick your kid out. Changing but the locks because that's crazy. I didn't answer my phone while I was at work. That's, that's no, that's 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 wild. That's an extreme level. I, of I agree. Control. I don't think that, but there needs to be some teaching involved in that. Of like, you know, I could just take everything away, and you'd have to like fend for yourself. You know, that's how people actually live in the real world. Yeah, there needs I, to be again. I'm not saying change the fucking locks because you ain't answer a phone call. No, but, but but definitely I understand what you're saying about that. But I think that there's an extreme level of control here. Absolutely. Obviously, I, and I think that the only way that your dad is gonna ever respect you is for you to have your own something of your own going on, mm-hmm. which is what it sounds like she's doing. She got a job. She says she rents her own place. Right. How did he change the locks on your place? Because I think she said he bought her like a flat or something. Like he bought her something. Okay. And he was able to. I thought she said, okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's just an extreme case of wanting to control, um, you know, wanting access to you 24 hours. It sounds like he has, he's not letting uh, his, his baby leave the, the, the nest, the nest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, like she has a job. She's a grown woman. Like, because she doesn't answer your call while she's at work, like she's at work. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's a that's a, uh, a a strange situation to be in, but I do think that you know have the conversation with your dad. Let him know you know you're your own woman, you're a grown woman, you have your own life going on. You appreciate everything that he's done for you and the life that he's created for you, but you do want to become your own person. You do need to you know find your own way, find what it is that you're passionate about and that you want to do with your life. Um, he's gonna always be your father. That never changes. So he's, I mean, he's fucking crazy, but. I'm just trying to make sense of where the crazy actually comes from. And I think it comes from that place of like, 
I need you to also be able to handle your own. Yeah. Rory, I think you're you're coming from that place because you're a good person. I don't he could think her dad is. I think his. I don't think her, her dad is coming yeah. from right, that fine. place. Probably also, as a person who's been um, not to that extreme, but who's been in her situation, there was a point in my life where um, I wasn't working and I was just running around being a well-off kid using my father's money. And I remember me and him got into an argument one time um, where I was just. I wasn't being disrespectful. I just was voicing my own opinions and I'm a very opinionated person. And so was he. Um, and he looked at me and said, every single dollar in your bank account is mine. And if I decided to take it from you, you would have nothing. Um, and that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's very belittling and it hurts a lot. So I understand where she's coming from, where somebody feels that they can control you or control what you do, where you can have no say so because they gave you money. I'm super rebellious, so I sit every single dollar back like, okay, mm. we can do this because I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say, so now what? Um, but with you, I think you do... And then next week, your phone bill was due and you was like, Taddy? Oh, oh I'm super self-destructive. I'll go poor and hungry for my pride. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, used to, I, I used to run away from home as a kid. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm poor. I, I will be poor dark, and, and eating hungry, trash I before how far I allow somebody to disrespect me. I ran two blocks to the park. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> how, far, how far down Fordham Road did you go? Yeah. Right down right Fordham the Road. Road. Right but to the park. My advice from her, my advice for, for you, sweetheart, is to, um, like Maul said, get, make sure you have some shit of your own that he can't take from you. Um, and if he's going to do stuff like that once, best believe he'll do it again. So just always be prepared. Now, I'm not going to say don't take the money. I'll never tell you that. But be prepared and make sure have a conversation with him or make sure that he respects you. And if he can't respect you, then that might affect you guys' relationship. I'm willing to bet she doesn't have a boyfriend. Why? Well, why? <laughs> she can't even not answer her phone at work. You think she can have a boyfriend? I, I don't. I'm Sound sure. like her father want to be her boyfriend. <laughs> yikes. Big yikes. I mean, that's a whole nother thing. Um. Yeah, just get your own flow, get your own motion, man, and just tell dad he'll always be dad. You'll always love him, but you got to have your own life. Or play him like a fiddle. You could also play him like a fiddle. Not saying allegedly that I've done that, but you can. Okay, this is what you want. You need me to to pepper you up, daddy, 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 daddy. daddy. Yeah, how many fiddles do you play? Daddy, 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 daddy. I need you. I need you. I need you. Play him like a fiddle. If you want, if you if you want the money that bad, roll your eyes behind his back and do what you got to do to keep that money. Because hold on, as a person who works a job, that's crazy. That's crazy. As a person, father, no. As a person who works a job, as a person who works a job, you're gonna have to bite your tongue a lot more on your job than you will with your father. So, do you want to go have to have a job where you have to bite your tongue for your living? Or do you want to have to bite your tongue to your father for a living? Are you saying these are Lizzo conditions? What are you trying to say about that? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Why you think I was quiet during the Lizzo conversation? I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, everybody. I'm not kidding. They are going to run with that. <laughs> yep. There's going to be a 10 think pieces on that one. I think she said <laughs> again, right? She yeah, wow, yeah. wow. See, okay, all that's, right. That's, that's the fuck. Yeah, for See? Sure. <laughs> just trying to make you the problem. Um, <laughs> See how I agree with can him? Can we get the next voicemail? Yeah, this is the last voicemail. Um... I think you guys would have fun with this one. Ready? Yo, my question is for all the guys. Would you let another man give you direction? Think about it. <laughs> he's going to tell you where you can and can't go. Is this Dame Dash? Then he's going to be telling you what you can and can't do. Then he's going to be fucking your wife in front of you. Whoa, what the A fuck? Adam 22 situation. Uh, okay. I don't know where that last part came Calling from. Calling from a next but yeah, he said like answer. niggas got to tell him what to do. He said like he locked up. <laughs> he said like niggas was telling him what to do. He said this from the, he sent this from the cell. Yeah, wow. that's what it sound like. I will say I'm I'm on his side in 2023. 
Yeah, like asking got, a man directions is crazy. We got Waze. Just fucking use your phone. <laughs> yeah, I don't ask anybody for directions. We got Google Maps. We got Waze. Yeah, like, no, I'm not asking a man for directions. Um, but going from like, yo, how do I get to Canal to he's fucking my wife is the crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> craziest jump I've ever heard in my life. That gentleman is definitely locked. All you got to say is, how he going to lead you? That nigga don't even know where he going. Boom. Fucking your wife. Boom. <laughs> I just want you to Yo, stop doing this, man. You didn't see the video? Did you see the video she was shooting earlier? No. Know. Oh, yeah. We gave her a lot of shit for that one. Oh, what did I miss? I'll tell you off air. Yeah. Okay. That's a Patreon. No, save it for Patreon. Uh, yeah. Save Everything we're saving for Patreon. <laughs> save it for Subscribe Patreon. now. Um, yeah. That was funny. I don't, this is why Julian can't like just leave and not play the voicemails for us ahead of time. Yeah. Why did he, why did he pick that voicemail? I don't know. <laughs> Julian is Julian. Yeah. He had a shoot today, you know? All right. Well, he's going to get shot today. Um, oh, okay. Damn. Free this gentleman until it's backwards. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely free him. Definitely from a burner phone in Rikers right now. Um, I, I hope men aren't giving you directions in there. I hope not, man. But if they are giving you directions, direct them to our website, New Rory and Mall. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we have merch still available. NewRoryMall.com. Uh, Patreon, subscribe. Um, yeah. And we're all headed on vacation now. We're still putting episodes out, so you're not going to miss anything, but we will be gone next week. We'll be gone. Yeah. We banked some episodes. Maybe guys, till November. I will be in the fucking Bahamas. Getting a well deserved vacation, getting a tan. Yeah, I, I'll get burnt. A tan. How, long, how long can you stay in the sun? Like, how long? Because I know you keep a timer. You time at least like how close seconds. is shade? Uh, a couple feet away. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I could do like 10, 15 minutes. You gotta like Damn. rotate every 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go back and forth. Chicken? Chicken? Yeah. In the summertime in New York, I walk from t- tree to tree. Okay. Like, if tree I'm on the sidewalk, tree? I'm gonna find where the I thought tree you is. just love nature. I didn't realize no, because you were like trying to protect it's, yourself it's from the sun. The rays. Oh, okay. The UV rays. So it's not nature. No. It's just, okay. It's just, the sun is my biggest op. Oh, God. Imagine it. being God. allergic to the earth. That's crazy. I keep telling you, they don't belong here. I, don't you? Yakub shouldn't have fever? fucking invented us. I'm sorry. Huh? You get hay fever. Me? Yeah. Hay fever? What is hay fever? <laughs> You're allergic to pollen. Oh, yeah, but that's like a. Nah, you a, you a pansy too for being allergic to the earth. I didn't say that. I'm not, a, I'm not allergic I didn't say to the earth. That. I can go outside in the sun and stand there for hours. Not without sneezing. Okay, so where I do you know. think Now, if you cut some grass, I'm fucked up. <laughs> That's the earth. Yeah, but cutting grass, I'm, you trying to kill me at that nah, point. Nah, first of all, the sun is a burning fucking star. You can't even deal with dairy. Like, leave me. Wow. <laughs> Cows kick your ass. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but none of the us. Sun is, the sun is You violent. can't deal with dairy. I better than you. You just like going to take a shit and your stomach hurts. <laughs> like that. I don't BMC like BMC that shit. It's, I mean, it's quiet time for me. Okay. I can get away. Well, yeah, once you, I get it. But once you get fucked my stomach up, let me go sit in the bathroom. Just chugging milk just so I can get away. Yo, no matter it's how I sit high. on the toilet, my legs go numb. Here? Same. Here or like overall? No, not here, you. F- <laughs> I took one shit here. Now you keep, look. Yeah, I don't Same know. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about when I'm home. That's wild. Like I don't know what it is. It's like I be. I used to think it was because my I be on my phone and my 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 knees would be like in my thigh. How long you be on that toilet for? Is a real question. Yeah, you be there for too long. Maybe you're maybe, there for too long. Maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Nah, that's bro, you don't got. That's too long. You gotta twist your your legs. I mean, twist your ankles in a counterclockwise motion. I'm never. And it, it'll, <laughs> what type of shit is she telling me to do? She's telling to kick your legs on the bowl. <laughs> no, Go ahead. Was, what the fuck is if that? If you twist them, it'll. And her feet look like in the Wizard of Oz when the house fell on the witch. Remember that? <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Wow. It'll um, circulate the blood in your legs to There's keep no place like freezing Sarah up. There's, yeah. no place like Sarah <laughs> There's no place like Binghamton. There's no place like Binghamton. <laughs> <laughs> 
You hate that you from upstate. Why you hate that you I love from upstate? I love upstate. upstate. Nah, I, I know you don't. You yes, tell people you from Queens. Stop. I never in my life told anybody I was from whack ass Queens. I'm from Syracuse. Wow. I'm from the town. Wow. Watch. Well, I just bigged up upstate. What, That's Queens, what Queens did to you? Oh, I, he was from Queens. He never, he didn't call you back. Uh, Right. I never and he was imagine your, a Queens nigga not calling. And he was maybe king? a Brooklyn nigga, but imagine a Queens nigga not calling. Oh no, they want him to say. Yeah, they're right there. Right there. Yeah. Nah. One That's what right. Yeah. One we say. share Linden. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, we're on vacation. Um, I'm so glad I'm not gonna see y- y'all faces. Amen. Particularly. I'm gonna miss Yomi though. I'm not yeah. gonna miss any of y'all. Damn. I wonder what Yomi's gonna do on her vacation. Oh, you know what Yomi gonna do. What's, yeah, what's Yomi gonna do? Take pictures. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was Yeah, take pictures. She's gonna be somewhere taking some photos. Eddie, you going away? No. You gonna be here? Yeah, going away from y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be away from y'all. All right, well, whatever y'all do, have fun, be blessed, be Ooh. safe. We'll be back soon. Um yeah, take a lot of pictures and videos, man, so we can laugh at each other when we get back. We just send stuff to the group chat. For yeah, sure. Send some stuff to. Well, don't, because you're going to be in Cabo acting up. Don't send nothing, please. Just do whatever you Yo, the last time I was on vacation, I FaceTimed uh, Maul and Rory twerking. Yeah, don't do that again. Yeah. They I were was so against disgusting. HR. Yeah, don't do not do that again. <laughs> New HR, that's not allowed. Yeah, HR is, I'm going to call HR tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back in a, in a few days to talk to y'all. Y'all be safe, be blessed. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. New Rory and Maul. This special hip hop 50 episode of New Rory and Maul is brought to you by eBay. Rory. Yes. Us hip-hop fans, we know authentic when we see it, when we hear it. You can't fake us out. Absolutely. And that's why we are partnering with eBay. They know how important it is to be real. Your sneakers, your watches, your jewelry, your handbags are always real with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Nothing gets by those guys. At all. eBay, the details inspected. The fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. eBay authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Happy birthday, hip-hop.